Hey guys, thanks for joining us. I'm Tori and I'm a photographer. I can't tell you what kind of photographer I am other than the fact that I just love taking pictures. I love photographing people in their element. I love loving on people and making them feel beautiful and validated and safe and heard. I love hearing stories. I love telling stories. I take pictures of weddings, high school seniors, engagements, naked people running in the desert, you name it. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. Hopefully they're wearing shoes when they're running in the desert naked. (laughs) You know, just depends. Depends on what kind of hippie vibe you want to throw out there. I'm feeling it. Just watch out for those jumping Um, choyas, you know? (laughs) Especially in the nude. Yeah, you don't want to get one of those in your foot. (laughs) Uh, I am very, very passionate about photography, but I am equally passionate about being a mom. And I have a feeling that Maria and I will definitely spend some time talking about motherhood and our journey of just navigating parenting, really. I have uh, two biological children that are 12 and 10. My daughter is the oldest. My son is younger. And we just recently stepped into our journey of uh, becoming a foster family. So we're, you know, uh, we have two little boys with us that are three and five right now. And so my hands as a single mom are quite full, but my heart is definitely filled to the brim with love. So I am sometimes pulling my hair out. I'm sometimes feeling a little overwhelmed and and a lot of I'm, times drinking coffee and other things. <laughs> always actually. Like always. you can always see me with a coffee in my hand. And fortunately, like I'm dating the right person for that. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> Tori's bow is a coffee connoisseur. Well, I'm Maria, and I am one half of a married team in here in Tucson, and uh, we specialize in weddings. Although I, my husband heard me say that, and he was like, "Oh, come on, you're really more like two thirds of our our team." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "No, I'm one half." of a married team here in Tucson and we do weddings. Uh, that's really our specialty, but I also do a lot of maternity and boudoir, boudoir and, um, you know, booty, booty, whatever. whatever. I, I just like taking pictures. So, Hey, here I am. I always, I I never actually know how to pronounce that like word, you know, is it boudoir? Oh, is it boudoir? Yeah. Like, um, it depends on where you're from. You're being, if you're being correct, it's boudoir, boudoir, boudoir. But if you're, you know, if you're American, it's boudoir. (laughs) I think. You just said it so good. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm pretty passionate about um, capturing couples, all different types of couples and, you know, representing uh, all of our same sex couples out there and diversity and I also have two little boys. Um, they are four and two. So life over here is pretty crazy. And I also drink a lot of coffee <laughs> <laughs> and other things. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just, mm-hmm. it's just kombucha right now. It's a very low alcohol <laughs> content. Um, yeah. Better not so, go for a drive. <laughs> sorry, officer. I have some kombucha in my system. Um, <laughs> so we got this question um, on one of our forums. What genre of photography would you do um, if, you, if money were not an issue? Which we both thought was a really interesting question just because money really isn't an issue. I mean, it shouldn't be in your art form. Um, but I think we both decided like the same thing that we're already doing. <laughs> right. Cause I was like, what a good question. And then I was like, but my answer is so boring. It's what I already do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I also, I also said that I would do more food photography. Yeah. Which is completely different than weddings, but you get fed. But I mean, you can, you can totally like tuck dirty to food you're like get oh, over yeah. here you little you little piece of bagel mm. hey mr sandwich you know i'm gonna put you in my mouth right oh god <laughs> wow edit that out tiffer um no leave it in <laughs> but yeah so you know like i was like oh yeah what i already do but then i was like mm, but i've been doing all this food photography lately because you know a lot of weddings have been postponed or rescheduled or um, just not happening this year. Thanks COVID. And yeah. So the food photography thing and, and just like, you know, content building photography for businesses, which is how yes. I kind of got into doing food photography, but it's been awesome. Cause like, you know, I get to try all this delicious food, but I have a question yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Would you only do food photography? Uh, no. That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah, because you're so good at working with people too. So it's like, I get what you're saying that like if money weren't an issue, but at the same time, like you'd still be doing what you're doing. You love food photography, but it's not only what you want to do. And it's the same thing with like picking a genre or a niche or whatever, because that's a huge topic in the photography industry is like, what niche are you? What type of photographer are you? I get that question. As soon as I tell someone I'm a photographer, I get that question. Oh, well, what, what do you photograph? And the, it's funny the the typical question people go to are, they go, oh, do you photograph like landscapes or people? And I'm like, well, definitely people. Like, I mean, I love landscapes. I love fo- those photos, but that's just like not my thing. My favorite um, is people on a landscape. Do, yes, do you ever answer actually. that way? Like I photograph people <laughs> on a landscape with the sky in the distance. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the whole, the f- whole food thing was like came about because, because of COVID, but also like really good food photography. You have to know how to do a good flat lay. Yeah, know? totally. Well, and- I'm having fun right now with, coffee photography because yeah I you know taking some pictures of for a coffee joint here in t-town taking and some pictures uh, of your boyfriend's beans <laughs> oh know what I'm God. saying <laughs> but they're so tasty 
Wow. Oh, my God. This episode is gone somewhere else. You wanted to do it at (laughs) nine o'clock at night. And this is what you get. That's what she said. (laughs) This is what you get, baby. Yeah. But it is fun because it's like it isn't working with energy or like people. It's just like really having to like push your creative um, edge a little bit. I think mm-hmm. is what is what's kind of fun and really just like work with your own mind and self. But the the niche thing, I I a long time ago, I went to um, I went to a workshop and they were very adamant about picking a niche and like sticking to that niche, because, you know, if people are looking for a wedding photographer, you want to be known as a wedding photographer. And so I was in the workshop and I remember feeling like, but like, I love so many different things. Like, I don't know if I want to limit myself. And so I did for a little bit, just try to brand myself, I guess you could say as a wedding and senior photographer. And I did that for a little bit. And I tried to make my website very romantic and very like bright and airy and like what all the other like photographers I was seeing were doing. And I realized quickly that was like not who I was. And I was like, I just love photographing people. I want to photograph families. I want to photograph, you know, all of the moments. I love photographing naked women. Like I don't have to put myself into one little category. So I didn't. I think people just like love to label artists, you know, and, and get really specific. Like, Oh, like if you tell somebody I'm an artist, what kind of artist are you? Uh, well, I'm a painter. Well, what kind of paintings do you do? I don't know. Painting ass paintings. Leave me alone. Like, Like, why are people so like angsty? Don't put me in a box, Karen. Jeez. I, I do some Bob Ross shit. I make some pretty ass trees and some pretty ass clouds. Get off my back. (laughs) I take photos of pretty ass people. That's what I do. I mean, I just, it's (laughs) like, I, it was the same thing when I did theater, you know, people be like, oh, you do theater. What kind of theater do you do? I don't know. All of it. What do you mean? What question is that? (laughs) I like musicals. I like dramas. I like comedies. I don't ask you what you do. What kind of, (laughs) you know, kind of fries are you serving? at your day job, you know, like just everybody likes to put people in a box, I think, you know, and it's just like, it's true, but especially artists. Yes. Especially artists. And I think that it's just become almost a, a, a a common next step in small talk. Like when you ask somebody Mm -hmm. what they do for a living, which is just a weird question in and of itself, because our jobs don't define what we are and like what our lives are. Unless you're artists, unless I, you're an artist. I but. do ask that question though. Sometimes, like I always am curious, like what people have chosen to do with their life. Yeah, I, I do. Like I'm to totally know. guilty of this. Yeah, I like to know as yeah. well. And then I'm totally guilty of like the next part, which is like, oh, you're an engineer. Where are you an engineer at? Oh, cool. Yeah. Like we have a huge engineer, engineering. Um, I don't know what is Raytheon. What even is it? But you know, like I, whenever I meet an engineer, I'm like, do you know this engineer? Like all engineers know each other, you know, it's kind of like whenever somebody asks me, like, do you know this photographer? Sometimes I do, but sometimes I'm like, no, I don't, yeah. I don't know that. I get, I get that a lot. Like, oh, do you know 
uh, yeah, totally the name. And I'm like, "Mm -mm." oh, well, my aunt, do you know (laughs) that? Nope. (laughs) But as I used to, uh, I did speech therapy for 12 years before I stepped down and quit to be a full-time photographer. And it was, it's interesting the difference, um, that the way that people react to certain jobs that you have, like oh yeah, when I would tell people that I was a speech therapist, their instant like reaction was always like, "Oh, you're such a good person." Like <laughs> then when you so tell them you're a great. photographer, they're like, "Oh, you're a terrible person." But like, <laughs> no, it's not that I'm. It's like I think that they think it's like, "Oh, that's there's just the again these boxes." Like, "Oh, you're a therapist. You're a good." And like, I'm a photographer. So now I'm like, cool. Like, oh, that's cool. Wow. Well, like, that's cool. You know, I get like, I get like a mix of things. And back when I was working at a dinner theater and I was, I would tell people like, oh, I'm an actor, you know, I would get either like, oh, that's so cool. Or like, oh, okay. It's not a real job. What do you do for money? You know, like. And I kind of feel Monday. like I get the same thing in photography, but it's a little bit less uh, judgy, you know, like people, people are like, oh, can you make money doing that? I get that one a lot. Can you actually yeah. make money doing that? Right. Like, well, and that's a whole nother topic <laughs> because the whole like artist industry of like the struggling artist and whatever. There was, I was um, sitting and talking with a couple of friends the other night and <laughs> that's really funny. This guy was like, oh, I just hate when I hear people talk about how much they love their jobs and like they get to be like, they get to like do these, they get to live their passion. They just get to like love their job so much. And I'm all, I'm all, well, that's me. I love my job. I'm living my passion. Excuse me, sir. Happiness is not cause for anger. (laughs) Just just because you might have a little resentment in there. Maybe you need some coffee. I mean. My boyfriend has some excellent beans. Here are some tasty beans for you, sir. Yeah. You know, but it's like, honestly, we here we are like two full time female photographers. And it, it really is like, we are blessed. And I am so grateful that I do get to live what I feel like my like, like life's purpose. I feel like so cheesy saying that, but like literally like my life's purpose doing, I feel like I would. Yeah. It's so. And to circle back, I would, I would select the word privileged instead of blessed. Like we're definitely like we live in a situation where we're allowed as women, right, to have jobs and yeah. to have businesses because there's definitely still women out there that they don't have that privilege. Yeah. And we also yeah. it's it's not it's not just that, but we also work really hard and we have worked really hard yeah. to get where we're at. So I usually yeah. like to Thanks to for steer putting me in check. I love you. <laughs> Sorry. I like to steer <laughs> away from that just because I don't want I, I feel like sometimes people think that's like, oh, well, I in particular like won the lottery. <laughs> the the sun God loves down me. on me <laughs> more than you. Yeah. So not to be like obnoxious, yeah. but yeah, that's I just wanted to change that. Change that up. No, I like that. We are. Thanks. I like you. Anyways, let's uh let's segue into the second question we got, which is the best way to get started in commercial photography. 
and how to start as a second uh, shooter, or as you like to say, second perspective photographer. How do you get people to pay you to take their picture? Okay. So, um, all right. So to go off of what that question was, I, I really think it does start at, uh, starting with other photographers. It means like shadowing. It means offering to hold someone's bag. If you Mm -hmm. don't even get hired, it means like following and learning and being willing to like put in the time to learn and to be excited about the growth and the learning and, and then step into the shoes of taking pictures as a second perspective photographer. I just love that term because I really think that's ultimately what it is the day of, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's also what I did. I remember find your community. Yeah. Right. Well, finding, for sure. Finding your community. I know we're we're super um, lucky, fortunate, privileged, any of those things here in Tucson to uh, to have like a couple of really good uh, social media forums of local photographers yeah. that, you know, kind of for the most part, we all help each other out. And I've heard that that's kind of unique because I know uh, photographers in other states that are like, wow, our community is like pretty competitive. And we don't. And have it's like that. so is ours. Like Maria ours just too. took. <laughs> Maria just took a wedding from me. Whatever. Like, and here we are. Like, still friends. Ew. Still talking. <laughs> We're not anymore. We're not talking anymore. <laughs> just kidding. Ew. But yeah, I think this. The key is just really like the admin of both of our forums. They're they're both like pretty quick to. Um, you know, take down negativity or uh, yeah, remove things that don't belong stuff like that. Aren't you admin well, for one of them? Yeah, because I was like one of the founding mothers. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. <laughs> I just like had all the lyrics of Hamilton swim into my brain upon you saying that. That's um, so yeah. So actually like I honestly, I don't, yes, I started with like jumping in and, and asking if I could hold people's bags and like going in second shooting, I really do attribute most of my growth to making friends in the industry and truly having friends in the industry. And like, we would have these gatherings where it was maybe like five of us in the beginning where we'd meet up for coffee and then we'd take a stroll around the block and we would learn from each other and we would teach each other tricks that we knew. And we would use, so you'd bring your cameras. So you'd bring your gear with you on these gatherings. How did you guys yeah. start um, that first? So the so the one that I'm talking about right now is all women and how and why. Yeah. Can you talk about the start of how and why that came to be? Yeah. So there was um, back in the day, I want to say it was maybe like six, seven years ago, probably like six years ago. Um, there was another photography forum and it was very... Um, what is the word? It was very intimidating Toxic. being... as. Well, yeah, that's probably a better word. It was very intimidating with being a newcomer, right? And I know I was not confident with my skills. I knew I was a newbie. I knew I was stepping into the grounds of what people had been doing for years, right? So there were a lot of us in there. And it just, we just decided in this group that we wanted to have like all women gathering. And we were like, sorry, dudes, like, let's have a women's meetup. 
So it's just, that's what it was. And I was all about it. I'm all about community, first of all. And I'm all about like sisterhood and like having that like really solid, like good friends. And so it was just a gathering of like five of us to begin with. And then it's that, that night we were like, oh, what about, you know, uh, one of the women had mentioned that she had been in a group in Kansas and they called it click and chicks. And so, um, we called it click and chicks of Tucson and that's kind of how it started. And we just would have like these monthly gatherings and whether it would be like, I hosted a game night at my house. I hosted a night where we had a tax person come in and talk to us about how to get our businesses like, you know, in order and like, certain topics on tax. Like, uh, we hosted a night where we watched a creative live together. And then we talked about, um, the thoughts we've had gift exchanges and Christmas parties. And I mean, you name it. And I can tell you that like you being one of them have become some of my like greatest friends. It's been so awesome. So yeah, for sure. And I mean, I've, I know like I stepped up and, and planned a couple of parties and I'm not the admin. I just was like, Hey, like we should get together. Like, so it's been, yeah, I feel like the group as a whole has been pretty, um, open to everyone. Like it's been, yeah, I don't know, like a really safe space. And there's, I've, I don't think I've ever seen like negative judgment or critique unless it was asked for on a a photo somebody's posted in that group. So I think it does boil down to like admin and having those hard rules, but also like there is a really, there is a really interesting division between, uh, men and women in photography. Like I won't, I will not post a boudoir picture in the other forum, which has men only because I have seen kind of gross comments on them. Which is really disheartening. And also, like, I just want to say gender is a construct. Sure. (laughs) But like click and chicks is it really is just kind of about like having a safe space for people that feel like they're a minority in their industry, which is how I feel as a female photographer often, especially like when we go out and and uh, people like talk to my husband when they're asking about things like our gear or lighting. I'm like, hi. Yeah, that's really interesting. Does he comment on like the difference that he sees of how you're treated versus how he is treated? He is actually somebody that has pointed it out to me. I didn't even like notice it for a while. And I think maybe he's just like because he was raised by a single mom and like he's kind of feminist himself. I think he just like noticed it pretty right away, pretty immediately. Like, huh. People like yeah. talk to me. They like look me in the eye and not you. And I mean, I I noticed it with other things like, you know, like we've had contractors over to the house and like one of the contractors yeah. was like he was like talking to Brian the whole time. And then he was like, I asked him some question about our electric bill and he was like, well, I don't know how many loads of laundry do you do in a week? And I was like, dude, I haven't done laundry in like 10 fucking years. I don't know. I don't know how many loads of laundry I do. Oh my God. I was like, none. And how often do you shower? Because it doesn't smell like you ever do. Right. Well, so, so like those kinds of things I pick up on, but like, I don't really pick up on as much like people wanting to talk about gear with Brian and not me or people wanting to ask about our cameras 
but they direct most of their questions or they look Brian in the eye more than they would me, which is interesting. Yeah. And the same goes for like, um, you know, a couple of times we've gone to industry mixers or like networking events for Mm -hmm. wedding vendors in town. And like people will ask about our marketing or our finances and they will direct those questions to Brian. Oftentimes people that know us, they're like, oh, hey, Maria, I have some questions for you (laughs) because they know (laughs) we do have like a really interesting um, we divide up our work as photographers. So we have a really interesting like kind of uh, flow, like workflow, I guess you'd call it. Um, So he there are some places where I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea what the answer to this question is. (laughs) And um, (laughs) I was actually I was talking to it. I was talking about it with um, with one of our click and chicks at a holiday party. And she was like, oh, so like, tell me about your website. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a Brian. I don't know. He does our website. Oh, she was like, a Brian. <laughs> it was that's Amber. Brian. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I totally understand. Yeah. Like, that's that's how we work, because Amber is also a married team. And I was like, yeah, like, that's a yeah. Brian. I don't know. It's like when people ask me about our taxes, I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's a Brian. <laughs> He's the finance department. Okay. I'm the marketing department. Oh, I want departments. <laughs> Can <laughs> he be the my finance. husband too? He's the finance and forms department. He makes all of our forms. <laughs> <laughs> he does all of our taxes. He's the administrator. Administrative work. <laughs> right. This is, this conversation just got so boring because I said the word taxes. <laughs> oh my god which are actually like coming up like what happened i feel like it was just 2020 and i just did my taxes we're just we can't talk about this year because it was like it was like either a decade in one year or like two days in one year i can't it's really like we fell into some sort yeah. of wormhole um there's actually like and a you know whole bunch weird. of tiktok theories that like we actually did that we actually did lose a year <laughs> I'm serious. There's like all these TikTok dun, dun, theories dun. because I guess the ball dropped. The ball dropped late. By like a minute or something. What does that even mean? Well, people oh were saying God. that we were we fell into an alternate dimension. And then when the ball was late, that was us like coming back. And we're back. Now. Oh, are we back in the normal time Brittany zone? Is back. Also free Britney. I'm back, bitch. Oh, yes. <laughs> I still have to watch Brittany. the documentary. Please watch it. Oh, my God. Brittany, if you're listening oh to this, God. we are here for you. OK, hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's some stuff about photography <laughs> and Britney Spears. And um, <laughs> we should probably talk about like what we're planning on talking about. We have a lot of like cool and interesting guests that we're going to be bringing on to our show our little show our ultimate like goal of this podcast is to open up a platform for a safe space for people to talk about yeah. things that need to be talked about about things that maybe have gone unspoken for years in the industry that things that need to be changed in the industry. Um, Maria and and I are both passionate people and we are both very inclusive, loving people. Like we love people and we love love. We want to see everybody included. 
in people's portfolios. Right. And to circle back to that first, um, you know, what we talked about earlier, just about when people ask us what we do and they're like, oh, you know, their reactions to it. I've noticed a lot of times I'll be like, oh, I'm I'm just a wedding photographer or I'm just a photographer. I'll say just a lot before I say what I do. And I think that that's such a I'm I'm just completely discrediting myself and my industry because I think what we do is actually so very important. And, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. I think we've all heard that super cliche phrase, but it's true. And I mean, just looking at like the pictures you're seeing every day, like if you if you go into a Target wearing your mask, um, if you go into a Target and you see pictures on the end caps of people wearing, you know, whatever their clothes are of the month, style of the month, those pictures have changed drastically just in the last five years. Like you can now see people of every age, every size. You can actually see people that look like you you can feel represented and it's so important. And I think for a long time, the photography industry at large, you know, like they were getting a lot of grief for all of the Photoshopping they were doing and changing people's bodies. And I think that we're kind of coming through that, which is amazing. And in the wedding industry specifically, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, people fighting to say like, Hey, I think this magazine cover needs something different than a straight, white, yeah. skinny, you know, cookie cutter, whatever that even is, couple. And yeah. so I think it is getting better. Like, that's the good news. <laughs> it's getting better. But uh, but yeah. that's a big part of just having this, having this uh, show and also providing the space to elevate Black voices, LGBTQ voices, um, hear from people, not just other photographers, but influencers and uh, speakers, just, you know, about how important these ideas are. Yeah. Let's hear some worldviews and hear different perspectives. And we're ready to learn and open our minds up more. And I'm I'm here for growth. I'm here to, you know, be a better person and be a better human and do better. And, um, I'm here to learn that from other people also, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So circling back to the whole idea of like how you're getting started in the industry and like, you know, this very important industry that has so much power and how it represents people. Um, a great way to get started is to build a portfolio you're proud of, but also, um, you know, don't just spend your money on gear. Although gear is really fun to purchase, your biggest expense up front should be education. Should be absolutely knowing what to do with it. And so our next episode is going to kind of be um, going through some of your educational options that are available right now. Like you could go online and, you know, click, click a link and make a pretty small purchase and have a myriad of classes at your fingertips that will be game changers not just for your art, but for your business. So because ultimately, here's the thing. If you want people to invest in you, you have to be willing to invest in yourself. Oh, that was such a good phrase. No, but really, like, we have to be willing to spend money on ourselves. It is absolutely absurd if you expect 
to go out and just start making money if you're not willing to spend it on learning to be better and to to serve your clients better and to grow um, in your own business. So my growth, my serious growth did not come until I invested a lot of money into myself and into my business. And I don't mean gear because I had this gear for years before I actually invested in a coach and I invested in going to conferences and Mm -hmm. that's where it's at. So we can't wait to share this with you. Yeah. I'm super excited about our next, our next episode and 